Before we get too far into it, let's start with our Monday moment. According to bookriot.com, the average Canadian reads 17 books per year. Okay, so I'm going to ask you where you fell in a minute, but knowing kind of the average Canadian, did that seem high or low to you? I actually was happy to hear that the average was at least a book a month because I think that when you talk to a lot of people and you tell them they read, they say, I haven't read a book in 10 years. Yes, yes. And But I think that as reading becomes more accessible with Mm -hmm. audiobooks and ebooks, and of course, like trend, it's trending on Instagram and it's trending on TikTok, right? So I think that even in the next few years, we'll see more than 17 books a year. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was kind of high just when I, when I, because I, I'm the same as you, like when I say to people, oh, I read, you know, this many books this year. And they're like, oh, my God, I barely got through two or three. So I felt like it was kind of high. But yeah, I was encouraged by that number. It was I felt like that was a good number. Like, I know people like I mean, my sister is one of them who will say to us like, oh, God, I haven't read a book since I had to read a book in high school. Right. Like hasn't picked up anything since then. So I that it blows my mind. Yeah. But however, my husband this year, I asked him how many books he has read this year. And he's hovering, I believe, around the 15 mark, which yep. is huge for him. <laughs> and then the last few years, he started to listen to me when I say, this is a really great book. <laughs> right, or yeah. we'll, we'll listen to them together. So yeah. this, I see that we could see an upward trend, mm-hmm. and I hope, of, of readers yeah yeah absolutely okay so what was your number this year so currently i am working on 107 whoa good for you i am let this the highest ever yeah Um, i say that i'm happy with 52 books a year because that means i read a book a week yeah um however i'm sure that if next year i got 52 books I would be disappointed (laughs) Um, after seeing this number last year was 95 wow I I said in my like wrap-up post last year that I didn't think I would ever beat that it would I would probably finish at 95 Mm -hmm. and then even with busy life in these last couple months I've slowed down my pace that I had earlier in the year yeah but when I was going back to count, and then I was like, oh my gosh, that was 100, 102, 100, yeah, starting <laughs> yeah. 107. Wow, good for you. That is amazing. Thank you. <clears throat> How about you? Yeah, so my goal was 20, um, where I was kind of like, started the year thinking like, I wonder how many books I can read this year and really didn't have any idea how fast or slow I would get through any of them. Um, But I'm currently working on book 35. I probably won't finish it before the end of the year, but kind of hard to say with that Christmas New Year's break being pretty slow, I might actually finish it. Uh, But if I finish it, I'll be at 35. That's amazing. I think it always feels so good to like crush our goals. It does. I know. And now I'm like, oh, we're going to get to that later. But I'm like, hmm, what am I going to set my goal for next year now? So, (laughs) all right. So we, the last time we spoke, we had chosen another book for our book club. We had chosen Tom Lake. Um, I don't know that either one of us was like really 100% feeling it once we had chosen it. Um, So we're going to take a different spin today than what we had originally planned. I love it. And you're right. And I think that's probably one of the downfalls of having a co-host as a mood reader is (laughs) I kept telling you, not feeling it, not doing it yet. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. 
Yeah, no, that that uh, that totally feels good to me. And I think we were both feeling a little bit of, and not in any negative way, but a little bit of pressure, right, to read the book and discuss the book and have lots of thoughts and feelings on the book. And then, yeah, so it, it just wasn't happening. So Kayla came up with this brilliant idea of doing a wrap up. So we thought that was perfect. It's December, we're at the end of the year. And so we decided that we were each going to share our three favorites from the year, as well as three that didn't quite hit the mark for us. So do you want to do it where like you just read all, like tell me all your three and, or do we want to take like a on again, off again, kind of turn with it? Well, we could do that, except I picked five. That's totally fine. <laughs> because I had so many five-star reads, I needed to break them down into genres. Like what was my favorite? Oh, perfect. I love specific it. Genres. So Okay, perfect. I hope everyone has their pens and paper ready to just be jotting down all of these fabulous books we're going to share. So, okay, why don't you start with your top read for the year then? So I will start with my top memoir. My top memoir nonfiction was Viola Davis Finding Me. Mm, okay, um, interesting. It was very difficult to pick a memoir, but yeah. um, it's really an incredible book a really good story she reads it so beautifully and she's just a strong woman that didn't let anything really get her down and I found mm -hmm. it very inspiring yeah awesome so one of my top three was also a memoir biography and I picked Spare by Prince Harry um I read this book like a physical book I really wanted to listen to it because I heard he narrates right and he I does, really yeah. yeah I really wanted that um like to listen to him read it um but one of my friends kind of handed me the physical copy and my wait at the library for the audio version I was like it would be into next year before it was finally my turn for the audio version so I'm like no I'm just going to you know physically read this book and I am so glad that I did I would have preferred to listen to it for sure but I'm still grateful that I listened to or read his story um yeah, it was an incredible story. I loved all the behind the scenes stuff. I loved it when he's talking about like the Queen of England, but calls her granny, like all of that stuff. I just loved it. So, um, so yeah, so that was one of my three was, was his book. That's a good pick too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next genre. <laughs> um, my top women's fiction genre was The Dream Daughter by Diane mm. Chamberlain. Mm. Um, I know you also read this book. I did. Uh, this was um, kind of an out-of-the-park pick for me. It was recommended by a friend, and I didn't even read the synopsis. I dove right in. That story consumed me, and it's a book that I continued to recommend to not only my followers, but my family and friends all year long. Yeah, no, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. I was the same. I had no idea what it was about until I started. And then I'm like, wow, this is what it's about. Like, yeah, it was a great read. Yeah, very well. Very good. Um, okay, so my second one, I picked House of Eve by Sadiqwa Johnson. Uh, did you read that one? It's on my list. I actually own it, but I have oh, not okay. read it yet. Yeah, it was such a good story. And it was one of those that like really kind of stayed with your heart even after it was over. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And that is one like when people ask me for a suggestion, that is one that I always recommend is that one House of Ease. So I might have to bump it up. Yeah, faster on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Okay, my top historical fiction. It would not be a top list without a book by Kristen Hanna. And I picked The Great Alone. Mm. Um, it was a beautiful, sad, but really captivating story that mm-hmm. like made you want to go to Alaska. It sounds so beautiful, but also so remote. And mm. the dynamics of the family were really just... Um, something and she tells such a beautiful story Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what story she tells whether she's in pacific northwest or uh great depression right yeah yeah she does her research and just really invites all of her readers to get into a story and doesn't necessarily always write about easy things Mm -hmm. she isn't an easy read but it's something that i think readers that read all genres love yeah, they love Chris and Hannah, and yeah. I'm very excited for her next book to come out in February. Oh, okay. I didn't know she had a new one coming out. Awesome. Um, okay, and that just slides right into mine because my top pick of the entire year was The Nightingale by Chris and Hannah. Um, I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It was a toss up between that and The German Midwife, which were, you know, similar historical like fiction books. But I loved The Nightingale. It was one where. I think I saved the last like five pages for like an extra couple of hours because I didn't, I didn't want it to end, but also wanted to know how it ended. And it was such a, like such a moving story. It was such an uplifting story, but at the same time, it was such a sad story. And but just like the power of the sisters and yeah, it was just everything. It's another one where I'm like, I mean, if, if people say to me, I'm looking for a beachy read, I'm like, okay, Nightingale might not be it, but it is definitely one um yeah it was yeah definitely my top pick of the year it was a really good book yeah yeah it was okay so you've got a couple more on your I have top... two more because I Perfect. can't follow rules <laughs> that's awesome uh, my top thriller was Strange Sally Diamond by Liz mm. Nugent um I was lucky enough to get this as an advanced reader copy from mm. the publisher good and you you kind of are always rolling the dice when you get an ARC because you're not sure what's going to happen yeah and I actually after I read the ARC I said it was going to be one of the books of the year that Mm -hmm. people were talking about and now when I go to the bookstore I see it everywhere it's a very unique dark kind of twisty um, story without giving it away but it's I recommend it if you like thrillers mm-hmm. but nothing too gross yeah it's yeah. it's a very good story you get hooked right away oh very cool and did you oh you read the physical copy of it like you didn't, I had the it e-book, an audio book yeah. oh no okay. it wasn't audio no yeah yeah okay awesome and my top romance or fantasy it's classified as romanticy i think okay. it's more fantasy was fourth wing by rebecca yaros yeah, uh, it took me a long time to read Fourth Wing. Everybody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was all over Bookstagram. I believe the TV rights have been purchased already, mm. and I kind of said, "No, no, no!" Like, whenever I've got time, and then I read it, and I was hooked. And then I read the second book immediately. Oh, yeah. My husband read both <laughs> books and read ahead of me, which is like cheating. Yeah, and um. I'm not a fantasy girl. 
it's not something that I anticipated that I was going to love but the world she paints and the adventure and it's exciting and it's terrifying and you feel a lot of feelings when you when you read it and there's Mm -hmm. some romance but it is it was it was an excellent book so I'm looking forward to Mm. seeing where the rest of the series takes us yeah and it's interesting that you said that one because it was yeah one that I have seen brought up more than once and um yeah like it's been everywhere and um so like fantasy as in like what what would you classify as fantasy what classifies there's dragons oh okay so gotcha (laughs) okay there are dragons um it takes place in a world that is not earth okay okay or yeah it's yeah it's somewhere like it there's they're human-esque okay okay they are human (laughs) they're humans i should say they're humans they bleed they yeah this they have to take the fertility suppressant okay (laughs) but they're also dragons and the humans and the dragons have um they work together they coexist okay so and how many books will will there be in the series five oh wow okay wow and there's two out already two out okay so, yeah, I think I might jump on that in the new year. I'm going to put it on the list for sure. Yeah, just, it was try something different. It was good. So all my fan- non-fantasy girls and guys out there, yeah, you'll you'll get into it if I can and yeah. my husband can. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Okay, so let's move into the three that didn't quite hit the mark for us. We were talking before we started recording, and I had a harder time picking. Um, my three non-faves um just because I tend to pick books that well normally they've been recommended or they're an author that I know I really like so these were a little bit harder for me like they they weren't they just were books that didn't really hit the mark for me kind of thing so um so yeah do you want to start I'll start and I'll start by saying like I don't want to yuck someone else's yum if you loved these books I believe it I believe lots of people probably did like it and the first book that I picked was the Atlas Six by Olivia Blake Mm -hmm. and this was my first attempt at fantasy Mm. kind of and I did a buddy read with a girlfriend from bookstagram and she didn't like it either oh it's kind of about these magicians and they're in this magician school and there's it's real magic and it just didn't it just didn't do it for me Mm. i gave it 2.75 out of five whoa yeah okay so for my first book that didn't quite hit the mark i actually picked four (laughs) because i picked an author um and i'm going with colleen hoover and i know that she's a hit and a miss for a lot of people right like you either love her or you dislike her i read four books of hers this year so I read Heart Bones I read number nine or November nine sorry I read It Ends With Us and I read It Starts With Us um by the time I got to It Starts With Us I'm like okay I've given her a really good go um and I just need to not read her anymore I did read Verity which was the first Colleen Hoover book that I read and loved it like me too and the rest were like oh just they were just letdowns and I'm just I find her writing so predictable like you it's know the same story it it's is. the same totally. story like yes she has the same backbones 
for a lot of her stories. I yeah. liked Verity. I felt it was really out of the box. Yeah. It was like crazy. The end was like WTF. Mm-hmm. Hot. And yeah. I love that in a book when you yeah. shock me. Yes. But the rest, she's Yeah. That's a no. beach read. You want to totally. recommend a beach read? Yeah. Somebody can absolutely. read that on an airplane ride. Absolutely. You can have all the distractions. There. Yes, exactly. Or you could skim it. And you're still going to get the gist of the story by the end, right? So it's like a soap opera on TV. You can yeah. miss like two years of Days of Our Lives. You still know what's exactly. happening. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I kind of clumped her into my number one. Um, so yeah, I'm over my Colleen Hoover phase. I am not reading another book of hers. So <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, for you. I picked Do I Know You? And Do I Know You is written by, I believe they're a husband and wife mm. uh, pair, Emily Wibberly and Austin Siegmund Broca. Now this book, the concept was, no, it was okay. <laughs> they <laughs> were married for five years and kind of having some marital, like, rocky-ness. And then they both book a room at a resort and pretend not to know each other okay. and it's whispering the mystery and the spark right so I found it a little bit unrelatable a bit immature as somebody mm. who's been married for five years right and has a family yeah. I just can relate to yeah. to the characters and so and that yeah. was a pick for um, one of my online book clubs oh so okay. Okay. I was yeah <laughs> perfect okay so my second didn't quite hit the mark book for me was counterfeit by Kristen chen um it was just kind of boring did you read it i liked it i just found it just never the story never got anywhere like i just i don't know maybe i read it coming off of something else that was really fantastic um but yeah that'll just, happen yeah it just it just didn't hit for me I was like like when it was done I'm like yeah thank god <laughs> like I just needed to get to the end of the book to find out at if least anything it's a quick one yes it was it was very quick yeah 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 so that was my my second one so uh, my final one was an advanced reader copy now you can't win them all that's why they put ARCs out there so they can make adjustments to the prints and maybe the stories just get some feedback mm -hmm. it was called Tis the Damn Season by mm -hmm. Kimmy Freeman now this was like supposed to be like Taylor Swift inspired a holiday okay. read it was neither oh, yeah okay. the title is Tis the Damn Season that says Taylor Swift really oh she's a pop singer kind of but that's as far as we got the Taylor Swift and yeah. the holiday was nothing there was a Christmas play sometime in the book and I it was one of those skimmers I'm like okay get, oh get no to yeah. the end yeah. so that was actually my lowest rated book of the year mm. um and yeah just didn't love it but that's okay yeah some some people really did love it and mm, okay and that's good so yeah, yeah. everybody has their own taste so. yeah yeah for sure okay so my final didn't quite hit the mark for the year was a book called the wedding night by sophie kinsella 
um, which I've enjoyed her things in the past, but it was just, uh, I don't even know what to say about it. I read it at What's the it late. about? So, so I'm trying to, like, I remember not loving it, but it was like, um, this couple was going to get married and then she realizes he's not the right guy, but then she thinks she's like runs into this, um, like an old flame, like her first love. And now she thinks she's meant to be with him. And it was just a lot of, yeah, back and forth and the same, like, I just never felt like the story went anywhere and it wasn't really, it wasn't entertaining. It was just kind of dull. So, so yeah, I did not, uh, I mean, I finished it, but yeah, I didn't love it. So, I have a very hard time not finishing books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One recently that I had to put down, I couldn't finish it. And it's the same. That doesn't happen very often. Usually I'll kind of, I mean, if I'm totally hating it or if it's really upsetting me, then I won't read it. But usually I'll kind of power through it. But it was um, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, yeah. I probably... But it's a long, yeah, a long time. time. Yes, and it was eventually became a movie, and um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't loving it, and it was just like wasn't loving it to the point where I'm like, I can't even think about picking it up. Like, I would rather not read anything than read this. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. Put it in the donate pile and move on to something else. <laughs> time to yeah. ditch it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, that was fun. Hopefully, people got some uh, some good a good kickoff to 2024 with those reads. Uh, what are you currently reading? I am currently reading A December to Remember by Jenny Bayless. Now, Jenny Bayless is my queen of holiday. <laughs> she puts out a book every December. She always does, like, holiday-themed books. Oh, okay. And I'm maybe 30-ish percent in, and it's about three estranged sisters, and their dad was kind of a ladies' man, mm. and he passed away and left them something in the will and I can see that they're gonna have to try and piece together something mm, to find okay. something. Very and there's cool. a Christmas <laughs> bazaar or oh, there you go, market yeah. and they must carry on the market. So I'm okay. in full holiday mode. Yeah. Yeah. I I do really like Christmas reads. They make me feel cozy. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so I am currently reading All the Light We Cannot See. Yeah, All the Light We Cannot Ooh, See. Oh, I heard it's so good. It's on it every is. Indigo email. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just, I'm enjoying it. As soon as you it. open it, it's like front and center. So Yeah, and there is a mini series on uh, Netflix. Okay. And, um, oh, I can't remember his real name, but the guy that plays the Hulk. Oh, Mark Ruffalo? Yes, oh, he's like, in it. Is it that word, Hulk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in the miniseries. So, um, so yeah, it was kind of one that I have had sitting on my shelf for like years. And then when it popped up on Netflix, I'm like, oh, I should read that. And then I'll... I've had it on my shelf for it. years. Yeah, yeah. I'm they enjoying it. It's have, another yeah. war um, another war book, which was kind of seemed to be the theme of my year of all the books I I enjoyed. feel like I have to space out my like historical fiction yeah. war yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. sometimes they just blend. Yes, exactly. And just this week no last week today's only tuesday last week i finished the counting the cost by jill Duggar. oh yes um and it was i did that one in an audiobook and really really liked it i wasn't a duggar watcher like i didn't watch their show i knew of them um but didn't watch their show but i loved the book it was very oh, she spilled the tea 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It was. And I loved like listening to her tell the story and it was a quick one. Like it was like a seven hour listen. It was super fast. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, good. it was, it was a really good one. Okay. So we're going to kind of take a different um, approach to our community chapters for 2024 um, where we're just going to kind of get together every couple of months and just do this kind of hash out what we've read since we last talk talked um, yeah, and if there's one that either one of us read that was like blowing our minds then we can like bring it together and, and read it all together. I like that plan because I feel like we then recommend and share so many more books this way yeah yeah talking about what we've done instead of just one yeah absolutely okay so what is your goal for 2024 as far as how many you're going to read oh I don't know it's so hard <laughs> there's so much pressure of like should I be crazy yeah. and make it a hundred <laughs> yeah yeah should I <clears throat> play it safe and do 75 because that's like six and a half books I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go 75. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and I'm gonna go 40. Um, I really, really thought about going 52. Um, but the most time that I have to read is before bed. And if there's a hockey game on, then I don't read before bed because I watch hockey right before bed. So I don't always get like seven solid nights of reading. So I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go 52. But I, yeah, I really was on the fence about going 52. So yeah. Next year, maybe <clears throat> next next year yeah. we'll really. <laughs> right, exactly. We'll jump all in. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so as we start to wrap up, I'll share this affirmation. I am open to new ideas and perspectives. <clears throat> I chose this affirmation because this year was the first time that I consumed so many biographies. Um, like I, and most of them I listened to besides Prince Harry's, um, but it wasn't um, a type of book that I had consumed so much of before this year. And I think I consumed more of them because I was listening to them in the audio style. Um, but I really, really love them. I'm excited to put the Viola Davis one on my, list as far as biographies and John Stamos you read as well oh, right so good yeah yeah so I'm excited to put that one on my list too, better so. better than Britney Spears oh okay <laughs> I liked it better than Britney Spears yeah <laughs> perfect all right well thank you so much for being here Kayla and I loved always love listening to all of your insights on books um, it's just so nice to just get together and just chat about this kind of stuff. Like it's just. Absolutely. I look forward to it each time we do it. Yes. Okay. Well, best of luck hitting 75. I'm sure you'll blow it out of the water, but. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk soon. Okay. 